Welcome to the podcast of Christ Church in Town in Jacksonville, Florida. We are seeking the renewal of all things in Jesus Christ. Towards that end, we are committed to cultivating personal transformation in Christ, an uncommon fellowship of racially and economically diverse individuals, and the flourishing of our neighbors. To join our local body in membership or financial support, visit ChristChurchInTown.org. For the last couple Sundays, we, uh, we took a break from our series in the book of Nehemiah as we celebrated the Palm Sunday and Easter. So this Sunday, we are back in the book of Nehemiah. If you remember, the wall has been completed. And now we're going to pick up with the wall that has been, com- has been completed. And now we're going to see the people seek after renewal. So as we read God's word, I ask that you please stand for the reading of God's word. People gathered as one man into the square before the water gate. And they told Ezra the scribe to bring the book of law of Moses that the Lord had commanded Israel. So Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly, both men and women, and all who could understand what they heard. On the first day of the seventh month, he read from it facing the square before the water gate from early morning until midday. In the presence of the men and the women and those who could understand, and the ears of all people were attentive to the book of the law. Ezra the scribe stood on a wooden platform that had, I'm sorry, excuse me, that had that they had made for the purpose. And besides him stood Mattathiah, Shema, Ananiah, Uriah, Hilkiah, and Miss Messiah on his right, and Padiah, Michelle, Melchizedek, Hesham, Hasbeniah. Zechariah and Meshulam on his left hand. And Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people, for he was above all the people, and as he opened it, all the people stood. And Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people answered, Amen, Amen, lifting up their hands and bowing their heads and worshiped the Lord with their faces to the ground. Also, Jeshia, Benaiah, Sherebiah, Jerim, Akam, Shabatha, Hodiah, Maaseah, Kalitha, Arazer, Joshbad, Haniah, Peliah, the Levites, helped the people to understand the law. While the people remained in their places, they read from the book from the law of God clearly, and they gave the sense so that the people understood the reading. And Nehemiah, who was the governor, and Ezra the priest and and scribe, and the Levites who taught the people said to all the people, this day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep, for all the people wept as they heard the words of the law. 
Then he said to them, go your way, eat the fat, and drink sweet wine, and send portions to everyone who has nothing, who has nothing ready for this day. For this day is holy to our Lord, and do not be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. So the Levites calmed all the people, saying, be quiet, for this day is holy. Do not be grieved. And all the people went their way to eat and drink and to send portions and to make great rejoicing because they had understood the words that were declared to them. This is the word of the Lord. It is absolutely true and is given to us in love. You may be seated. So I got a text this morning from Dave. And the text read, Willie, I'm going to let you do your own scripture reading today. <laughs> because when, the, when these, all these names came, I did my own reading. <laughs> I sent him a little, you know, thumbs up emoji saying to myself, what is he doing? Don't even know how difficult these names are, but it, it is a blessing just to be able to read scripture. And that's what we're going to find out today is that in this passage, one of the things that they did was they read scripture. As I just read, they did scripture. They read scripture. I want to get ahead of myself. But they read scripture from early morning to midday. Think about that. We'll, we'll expound on that a little bit longer. You know, here I am up here sweating about five minutes of reading. And they did scripture reading from early morning to midday. Just think about that. So now as we get into this sermon, the wall is rebuilt. The people are in the midst of what, what we can call a new beginning. Now they're looking to the good times and remembering the past. They are reestablishing the law as the basis of the Jewish life. So as we get to verse number one in this chapter, we see it says, And all the people gathered as one man into the square before the water gate. And they told Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses that the, that the Lord had commanded Israel. It is just in this first verse, there is a lot of meat here. It is very important that we understand why the location was important. It was at the water gate. The water gate is a public place. And in the public place, that meant women, women and children can come. Because ordinarily, the reading of the law was done in the temple, and women and children were not allowed. So right here at the gate, it was a public square where everyone was allowed to participate. The walls of gender, um, the education, all the walls that would hinder them were broken. There were men, there were women, there were old and young, there was rich and poor, there was the learned and the unlearned. Y'all, y'all, anybody know a place like that? I believe that's this place. That's in this place where, where we have people from every aspect of life, where we can come together and, and we're united by God and by his word. Nothing right now separates us. We're all on level ground right now. That's good stuff, church. We are on level ground there. Listen, the same God that, that touches you can touch me in this place. God does not look at what I have or what I don't have. God knows what I need, and trust me, what I need, so do you. 
Amen. So there is nothing that's dividing them. And, and nobody's vision was obscured. Scripture tells us that they built a platform. So when they build a platform much like this that everybody could see, if somebody's heading your way, you can just simply move to the side, move to the left or the right, and your vision is no longer obscure. Nobody's blocking your vision. So, so at this place, everybody could hear, everybody could see. Man, I, I think this is great that, that you can be in a place where the word of God can come to you just like it can come to me. It can come to your sister just like it can come to your brother. What a great position to be in. So they were at the water gate. Now let's deal with this from early morning to midday. Think about this. Now, y'all might not want to be honest, but I'm going to talk to you anyway. There are some Sundays that I'm clock watching. Anybody else? There, there, yeah, okay, okay, okay. This side is with me. This side over here acting all safe and whatnot. <laughs> this side over here talking about, I know what you're talking about. There, there's some Sundays I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about what's going to be for lunch. Anybody else? Okay, yeah, now, now y'all coming alive. So, 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 Scripture says that they went from early morning to midday. Y'all, I'm going to tell you something. My attention span is about two minutes. I need you to do something in two minutes. You, you, can't, you can't talk to me in the same tone for two minutes? Because I'm lost. I'm lost because after a while you're going to see this. I know I'm not by myself. So, so, so from early morning to noonday, can, can we wrap our mind around being in church at kickoff? Listen here, we've we, we been here since 9 o'clock. Kick off at like 107. How you feeling? I believe they saying, wrap it up, Dave, wrap it up. <laughs> Willie, Willie, you've been up here too long. Why? Because our, 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 span, our attention span, our desire, we are people that, sh that are shaped by what we want, and sometimes coming to worship, hearing the word of God, is nothing more than us making sure that we can mark that on our calendar. Making sure that that is an hour that we said that we was going to give to God and we're going to give him 60 minutes, not 61, not 62. But something, something grabbed the people. Something grabbed the people. There's power in the word. When the word is being expounded, y'all, if you enter the word, time will pass you. If you're into it, before you know it, you're like, wow, it's been an hour. Have you ever been uh, wrapped into the word and, and, and you just didn't want to let it go? I can imagine that's what it must have been like. As Ezra begins to read, the reading was so involved that he had six people on his right and seven people on his left. Dude, listen, can you imagine? I don't know if they had a system. Maybe one man just read till he got tired. And then he tagged his brother that was there. And somebody else picked it up. And they just continued to read. Can you see this? Let's just imagine in our minds 
what that must have been like. That they're just standing there and they're just reading it and they're just reading the law, the word of God. What had been given to their forefathers and their foreparents, they was getting into it and it grabbed them and it held to their attention. There was, listen, y'all, I didn't see, I didn't see nothing in the scripture saying they had fancy lights. I don't see anything that say they had smoke coming up. Are, are y'all listening to me? I'm talking about all the stuff that you can be exposed to when you go into a place of worship. You know, that the lights are, like, watch, you got spotlights on people. Ain't none of that. As a matter of fact, they were standing. My. Think about that, y'all. So I, I told Sonia one time, I was like, man, we get up a whole lot at this church when we first got here. <laughs> when we first got to Christ Church, Dave, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to go ahead and tell you now while I'm up here. <laughs> I said, man, we stand up and we sit down a whole lot over there. <laughs> Listen, y'all, and we have to stand up, what, two, three minutes, and then we get to sit down, then we do it again. But these people stood at the reading of the Word of God. That's something, y'all. If the president came in this room, yes, 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 yes. It got awfully quiet. If the president comes in this room, <laughs> y'all, we ought to show him some respect. Mm. We ought to show him. So if someone says, the president of the United States, and they ask us to stand, y'all, every, everybody in the room needs to stand. Yes, ma'am, for Donald Trump. <laughs> everybody needs to stand because he holds an office that demands respect. Oh, man, I'm messing some folk up. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. His office, his office demands respect. Now, we got to pray for him. But his office demands respect. Not only do we got to pray for him, we got to pray for any president that's in office. Amen. 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 We don't not pray for him because he, he may be not doing stuff that we like. We still got to pray for him. Amen. 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 So if he comes in, if the governor comes in and they say the governor of the state of Florida and they ask us to stand, I'm going to stand. If the mayor comes in and they ask us to stand for the mayor, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to stand. Listen, but if I can stand for those people, Certainly I can stand for the word of the Lord. Certainly I can stand for God. Are y'all hearing me? When, 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 when that, listen, I can get up and down and I can complain about all them other times, but when it comes time for the word, if the Lord give me strength, I stand with joy because there's power in the word. We, we got to grab this. We got to grab the only power that the president, that the governor or the mayor gets is what God gives them. Hello? But, but God's word is power because it's the very words of God. Imagine that they're there all day. Nobody's vision is obscured. Everybody can hear. And not only can everybody hear, there are men that are among the people that if you can't understand that they're there, the scripture says it gave sense that they all understood. So that there are men in the crowd that's moving among the people. If you got a confused look on your face, they walk up to you and say, how can I help you? What, what, what don't you understand? They're making sure that they're doing this in a way that, that is low-hanging fruit. 
that everybody can get something. Y'all, that is awesome. That is awesome. If, if, if you notice that in this crowd, in this room, among us are elders and leaders of the church. Y'all, we're not, we should never leave here in a place where we're confused. We should never leave here where we don't understand what was said. Listen, Dave, after service, Dave's here. Other leaders are here. Y'all, we, we have an opportunity to walk up and say, listen, I, 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 I'm a little bit confused. Dave, Dave is like a food connoisseur, and Dave will say, let's have lunch. Let's talk about this. Y'all, hey, look, I can't talk about him because I don't miss too many myself. You know, we'll, we'll get together and we can have lunch and we can talk about what, what was confusing. Listen, isn't that a privilege? Yeah. Just to be in a place where you don't have to leave confused, to be in a place where, where everybody has an understanding, where everybody grab, can grab a hold of what was said. Can you imagine the priest? The priest walking around answering the questions of young kids. Can you imagine women now getting to ask questions? Women were not allowed to, to be in this setting. So now women are able to ask questions. What a joy is that? Listen, you, you can ask a question. I didn't understand that. And listen, I believe they were there because they wanted everybody to understand. So the reading of the word is important when we gather together to worship. I believe this is a picture of what we do on Sunday. This should be a picture of what happens when we come together on Sunday. It's not just that we come up here and we just read the word so that we can say the word was read. It's not that we just get up here and quickly read the word to go about our daily business. The reading of the word must be done carefully. It must be done thoughtfully, and it must be done extensively. And Scripture says that when the people heard the words, because they were listening attentively, their hearts were convicted. Their hearts were convicted. You know how I know? Because the Bible said they wept. Listen, y'all. I might not be the right person to talk about weeping. Because I am subject to weep at the drop of an eyelid. Okay? But I understand that. I understand when you hear the word of God and you see yourself how you fall short. I can understand weeping. I can understand hearing the word. I can understand a song being sung, and you realize that God loves you in spite of who you are. I can, underst- I can understand why people wept. I can, I can grasp that. Why? Because the word is powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. Y'all, when the word comes forth, y'all, it ain't here to make us feel good all the time. Y'all, it need to cut some stuff off. Are y'all hearing me? Listen, if we come to church Sunday after Sunday and we always leave feeling good, we ought to leave feeling good because surgery ought to happen while we're here. Surgery ought to happen. The, ho- the church is a hospital. 
It's a place where sick folk come to get healed. So the word of God, it convicts us, it corrects us, y'all. It, 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 it shows up and, and it changes our life. It should change our life. Listen to this. They were convicted. And Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, verse 6, and all the people answered, amen, lifting up their hands and their face and bowed their heads and worshiped the Lord with their face to the ground. Can you imagine hearing it? Y'all, I believe the only proper response is amen. When we hear the word, listen, we, the only proper response is to agree. That's it. And then after we agree, I believe that repentance and obedience follows. Are you hearing me? When we hear the word, when we hear the truth, when we hear the truth, y'all, you don't, listen, don't argue with the truth. The truth is the truth whether you believe it or not, whether you like it or not. It's still the truth. The truth does not change based on how I feel about the truth. The truth is the truth. And so when you hear the truth, y'all, we, we simply all do agree. The people, the people cried out, amen, amen, and lifted up their hands, y'all, bowed their heads and worshiped the Lord with their face to the ground. They realized that we're not even worthy to look up to him. They bowed. Listen, bowing your heads is, 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 is submission. When I was a police officer, and I would tell, I, this is how I knew if I was going to have to fight. If I tell you to lift your hands, you lift your hands. Listen, if I tell you to turn around and put your hands behind your back, you turn around and put your hands behind the back. Listen, you, things are working in your favor. Amen. Listen, listen, when, when you realize that you're being called, ain't, no, ain't but one thing to do. Surrender. Amen. Hello? Yeah. Amen. You may not surrender to me, but I got a team of folk. That if I make one call, yes, they will. Sound like somebody talking from experience. <laughs> and check this out, sister. You ain't by yourself. <laughs> you ain't by yourself in here. So, listen, when you hear the truth, yield to the truth, surrender to the truth. When you hear his word, listen, amen. Sometimes you just got to drop your head. Listen, my granddaddy used to say, a hit pig will holler. You can throw a brick into a pig pen, but only the brick that, the only the pig that get hit hollers. Uh, uh, listen, ain't nobody else going to be making a noise. Ain't no other pig going to be making a noise except for the one that get hit. So if we in church and the truth hits you, you ought to say Amen. You ought to lift your hands. You ought to bow your head in worship. So they bowed in worship. Verse 9 says, And Nehemiah, who was the governor, and Ezra, the priest, and the scribe, and the Levites who taught the people, said to the people, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not weep or mourn, for all the people wept as they heard the word of the law. When we understand it, 
like we should, we ought to weep. We ought to weep. Y'all, when we didn't care for ourselves, God cared for us. When we didn't have him on our mind, he had us on his. Y'all, when, when, when we didn't know how things was going to work out, God had already worked it out. And sometimes when we realize just the condition of ourselves, y'all, we begin to weep. But I'm glad to know that we don't have to leave here beaten. We don't have to leave here distraught. Because if we read a little bit more in the passage, it says don't weep. Go home and have a good time. Watch this. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. Listen, what, what he's saying is that God already made a way. God knew you. And God already made a way for your deliverance. God knew what you was going to struggle with. And God already has provided deliverance for you. The joy of the Lord is your strength. That's good stuff. If I was in another set, I'd say it's okay to shout right now. That's, that's to say amen to. That's to lift your hands up because he already made a way. The joy of the Lord, God got you. Good. That's good, ain't it, y'all? You, you ain't got to worry about it. He said, listen, listen, you know, recognize who you are. We don't have to leave with our heads hung down. We got no reason to walk out of here with our heads held high either. All right, listen, listen, listen. You, you ought to be on an even kill, my friend. Because it's by grace have you been saved. Watch this. Now the works. Listen, so you, you, you got no reason to boast. You, you, listen, you have done nothing to fix you. Are, are y'all following me? Y'all, if I could fix myself, what you say? Long, long, long. There, there's some places I'd have never went, some things I'd have never done. Some people I would have never been connected with. Are y'all listening to me? But, 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 but I'm unable to fix myself. So if there's anything that God has that, that I have not done, it's because God was protecting me. It's because God was keeping me. And all the things that I have done that did not destroy me, it's because God was keeping me. Are y'all following me? So the joy of the Lord is our strength. Y'all, that's the only thing that we can joy in, is that he's our strength, y'all. We don't have to weep. We don't, we don't have to be beaten by what we used to be. We don't have to be beaten by the thing that had us bound. The joy of the Lord is our strength. His joy, y'all, was on the cross. His joy was buried in a barred tomb. His joy was raised on the third day. And that same resurrection power is in us. So the joy of the Lord is our strength. 
So what does this mean for us? The word ought to change us. If we look in the Old Testament, there had been centuries and centuries of wicked kings. Josiah became the king, and they found the book of the law. And he asked that the book of the law be read. And when the book of the law was read, he tore his clothes. He just tore his clothes because he realized just how far he and his people had fallen from the way of God. Y'all, the word ought to convict us. When we tear our clothes, y'all, that's, that's a place of grieving. That's a place of mourning. That's a place of loss. So, so the word ought to convict us. That's, that's Josiah. But when Jesus came, he said that the Holy Spirit was going to convict the world of their sins. It's the word. When Peter preached at Pentecost, when he preached the gospel, Scripture says 3,000 souls were added. What, what am I trying to say? That there's power in the word, y'all. And for us as the church, the word has to be our foundation. The word has to be the basis for everything that we do. The word of God must be held high. Hosea says, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. Y'all, the answer to everything that we need is found in the word. So the word ought not just be something that we read just to say that we've read, but the word ought to be something that we read to find directions for our life. Y'all, we can't afford not to lean on the word. Are, are y'all hearing me? Y'all, sometimes you may want to call me, and, and I'm not available. But the word has everything that you need. We can't afford to be ashamed of the word. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Are y'all listening to me? For it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jews first and then to the Greek. We need to hear the word of God. Something ought to happen. We ought to leave this place change. Y'all, it's right, it's right here in it. Listen, so he tells them to go home. Here's the good thing. He tells them to go home and to fellowship. He tells them to go home and eat the fat and drink and look, watch this, and get some for those who don't have. Amen. Hello? Amen. What is that about? <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Look, God's been good to you. Be good to your brother. Your brother don't have, be good to your brother. Listen, enjoy, listen, rejoice. Go home. And they want to know why you're happy? Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. I was down, I was bound, but now I have been set free. Are y'all following me? So y'all, listen, that, that's, that's what we do. That's what worship ought to be about. We ought to come into this place to worship, to get in God's word, and we ought to leave this place fellowshipping with one another. Sharing each other, sharing with each other the joy of the Lord, y'all. Go your way. Eat the fat. Drink the sweet wine and send portions to everyone who has nothing. For this day is holy to the Lord. Listen to this. Do not be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. 
Isn't that something, y'all? This is awesome. This is good stuff. Knowing that we don't have to be defeated. Knowing that, that the wall has been rebuilt. Now people, the people are seeking renewal. So here they are. They're going back to the bases. Listen, y'all, some, sometimes we, we get caught, so caught up in the singing. We get so caught up in what somebody's going to wear. We get so caught up in who's going, who we're going to see when we get to, to the house of worship. But, y'all, the most important thing to us ought to be the word. Listen to this. And all the people went their way to eat and drink and to send portions and to make great rejoicing because they had understood the words that were glad to them. Then he says this, that they were going to, to, they were to dwell in booths for seven days. And going into these booths, we didn't read these, these last couple of verses, but they were going into a booth, booths. This would, would be their temporary shelters. And they would have, they would go into these shelters to remember that it was God who brought them out of Egypt. This was their way of celebrating that it was God who brought them out of Egypt. And when they went into these booths, it was their way of giving up their ways of being selfish, their ways of depending on themselves and realizing that it was God who had did everything for them. Y'all, sometimes, y'all, not sometimes. Y'all, we ought to really take introspection into ourselves and figure out, how am I being selfish when it was God who took care of me? How am I depending on my own self? How am I trying to make things happen the way I want them to happen instead of depending on God? How, how, how do I read the word? How do I rejoice with my brothers? How do I realize that the joy of the Lord is my strength. Y'all, I believe it's those moments that when we get to a place where we, in our minds or, or in our booths, enjoying our festivals, enjoying what's going on around us, I believe it's those times that we should repent. I believe it's those times that we should have those moments where we bow our heads and we talk to God for how we've been leaning and depending on our own strength when it's our strength that got us in the situation that we're in. Amen. Amen. So it's important that not only do we want the walls to be rebuilt in our lives, but we seek renewal for ourselves. And that renewal is only found in God and through his word. Let's pray. Father, we pray that you will pour out your Holy Spirit into the hearts of all us, your people. May our hearts be washed with your word, and may our hearts be purified with the Holy Spirit. God, may we return to our first love. May we not be, may we not fall into the traps of legalism or being lukewarm. Father, we simply pray today 
that you will draw us into a right relationship with you and with each other. We pray that you will revive us and renew us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information or would like to help support the local body of Christ Church in town, please visit our website at ChristChurchInTown.org.